Hi, and welcome back to TV Show Opinions with Maddie Fairbairn and Jaina Hegstrom. This week's topic is 13 Reasons Why. Today we'll be interviewing Ms. Rutman and tomorrow Chloe Nyans. Stay tuned for more! Hi, we are here interviewing our counselor, Ms. Rutman. Hello, I'm Ms. Rutman. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ms. Rutman, have you ever watched the show 13 Reasons Why? I have actually never watched the series. Um, I think I was not a Netflix sus- um, subscriber at that time in my life, and I was raising a little one. So um, in addition to just personal life stuff, I did not have time in my day to watch it. So, That's understandable. So from what you've heard about it, do you think it glamorizes or brings attention to suicide? I've read, I've done a lot of reading um, about 13... 13- 13 Reasons Why, um, you know, when it was first came out, I know there was a lot of conversations happening around it. And as a middle school counselor at that time, um, I had a lot of students who were watching it and kind of having some um, big reactions or feelings towards the show and what it um, illustrated as well. Um, you know, I think my feelings of the show are, number one, if a student is going to be watching a show like that, I think that they definitely need to have an adult in their world to process what they're watching. I think the show can, um, or the series can really scare people um, to kind of some of the things that they could experience in, in whether that be in high school or just with people in general. Um, I also think that it is kind of graphic. Um, so there's that part of it as well that I just think, you know, young minds really do need somebody to filter some of that stuff and help them wrap their heads around it. Um, you know, I just regarding kind of the self-harm or the suicide component of it, I think, you know, um, when I was younger, suicide was not something that was really talked about. In fact, um, I had never even heard of it um, until I was an adult. Um, you know, I think now as a society, just with social media and the connectedness that we have to, to each other um, at any moment of the day um, has really changed things. And I think it has really brought light to the issue of suicide and, and that there there are people who are you know, doing that. And, um, you know, I think for me, it's just, I, I always worry about that becoming kind of our go-to response to life stressors. You know, life is hard. Um, and some of us have, um, different experiences that are, or could be if we wanted to, um, say more challenging than others. Um, and that I do feel like, um, you know, the, the girl in the series did experience a lot of really traumatic big things. Um, it's unfortunate the school counselor's response in the series. I've also looked at that as well, and I don't really necessarily agree with how the school counselor in the series dealt with the issue. Um, and I feel like in my job, you know, I would have done that differently. Um, but I do feel like um, she was really needing help and support and and um, not really getting it when she was seeking it out and other times wasn't really realizing that the things that she was experiencing really needed to be kind of handled and dealt with um, and that there were really solutions to some of those things. And so um, do I feel like there could have been things going on along the way that could have probably prevented something? Absolutely. Um, But I also understand in my work with kids that there are times when you really feel like there is no option. Um, And that's kind of my job as an adult that does what I do every day um, 
to kind of combat that, that there are always other options. Um, but sometimes there are things that are really down about life and life can be really hard. Why do most children that you have talked to suffer from depression? Um, I would say, to be honest with you, I mean, the, we, I see a lot of different um, kids in my office because it, just because I am a school counselor, not necessarily um, a therapist outside of school. So I deal with kind of the school side of things as well. Um, in my work with kids, I do see a lot of kids who suffer from depression. I would say kind of overlapping or coinciding with that oftentimes is anxiety. Um, what I would say... Um, you know, why do kids suffer from depression? I do really think that, number one, um, life is really stressful. And um, not only are they feeling the stress of life and just whatever happens in their life, but also families are dealing with stress as well. Um, And I just think that um, there are times when just naturally the body doesn't make enough um, of specific hormones to really make sure they have a balanced mood. Um, So there's that part of depression that is not necessarily always in somebody's control. Um, But I also think that, um, you know, depression does come from experiencing a variety of events that don't when a student doesn't feel like they have the capacity to manage them. Um, You know, the hopelessness, the sadness, the lack of motivation that comes out um, can at times be something um, that it can be there for a variety of reasons. And again, it kind of goes back to what I said earlier on. It just depends on the individual person. Some people's ability to manage some of those things is very easy for them to do and they won't suffer from depression. And for other individuals, um, it's not that way. So I think it's it's a combination of kind of life stressors, um, kind of family dynamics, um, and then also, you know, things that they'll experience in their day-to-day life here at school um, and other sorts of situations. Do you think people that have had their children or just their friend commit suicide, do you think it affects them or makes them think that it's their fault? Um, at times, yes. I think it always depends on the circumstances, but I really do feel like the people who are left here um, are left without answers. They're left with a lot of emotions and feelings that they have. Not only do they are they grieving the loss of somebody significant in their life, but they're also um, managing the other side of it, which is how could I have helped? How could I have changed things? How could I have done something different? Um, and we really do at times when things like that happen, try and kind of go back in our memory and see all of the warning signs or things that maybe we could have chose differently. We could have realized that somebody was hurting as much as they were. Um, so I do feel like, um, you know, there is an impact left on the people here. And I think that that's where, um, it can be really challenging to know what each of those people need because every one of them who knows that person needs something different. You know, some people do really need some pretty intense therapy because it is a traumatic event. You know, how people process events in life to one person can be traumatizing, to another person it's not at all. Um, and so that's where it's just really important to kind of know um, how that person may have impacted who is you know, who's still here. And it's, it can be a challenging job to kind of wrap you around what supports are needed, just depending on the personalities of those people. Um, have you ever came across a student that has suffered from depression because they have been seriously sexually harassed? Um, I have 
Um, that's a hard question to answer. I'm trying to think of, of times where that might be the case. I would say that um, times when I've worked with a student, not necessarily just regarding sexual harassment, but maybe there has been some sexual abuse by people in their life. Um, so I have come across students where that has been the case. Um, being in a middle school, um, I haven't necessarily come across students who have been sexually harassed, um, like the individual in 13 Reasons Why. Um, but I have had students, um, unfortunately, because I deal with a younger group of kids, that maybe have other people in their life who have taken advantage of them in that way. How did you help them, like, through all this? Um, I think number one, I, you know, I depend on, there's kind of this saying down in our counseling office here at FMS that it's just really important that we get our faces and our names out in front of kids um, because Kids know what they have going on in their worlds. Um, I don't know. Um, as counselors who kind of navigate a high caseload of kids, um, it's just important that um, a kid brings that stuff to our attention because we obviously can't read people's minds. Um, so when working with students like that, um, it can be a very delicate situation, but I, um, it, it, what I do really depends on what's been going on. It could have been something that happened when they were very, very young. It could be something that's currently going on. And if that's the case, there's usually some reporting that has to happen because I am a mandated reporter. Um, but oftentimes it involves something with counseling or intense therapy. Um, sometimes it could be family services that are involved. Um, but really for me on the day-to-day -day life here at school, it's being that student support whenever they need it, um, making sure my door is always open and that they feel welcome here um, to kind of navigate that experience because um, it's not going to be an easy one to navigate. Thank you. So is there any other advice you would like to give to other people listening to this? Um, I think... Um, you know, I, I do have some advice. I'm trying to figure out kind of how to say it. But I think um, my biggest advice is that uh, we all do have different stresses in our lives and we cope with things in a variety of ways. But I think for um, to always know is that you don't have to be alone. Um, and I think at times it can be really challenging when we're dealing with really difficult feelings or large feelings or isolation or, or just feelings of loneliness. Um, it can be really hard to reach out to other people, um, but I always say you just need one person to connect to. Um, and I think to just remember that you're not alone um, and find somebody who's safe for you to talk to. Um, my advice to kids is that oftentimes students relate to other students, and I understand that as an adult, we're more comfortable talking with our peers. Um, but to also remember if you're a student who is being a support for a friend and they are really giving you important information like self-harm or, man, I don't know if I want to be around, um, that that's no longer a student-to-student -student issue or a peer-to-peer -peer issue, that that needs to be brought to an adult's attention um, so that we can jump in and help, that we can offer resources and wraparound services. So um, that would be my advice. Okay, awesome. Thank you for um, letting me interview you today. Thanks for listening, and make sure to come back. Don't get lost on your way to class. And be careful. Don't get mauled by a squirrel. Got a bolt.